0: Welcome back. Welcome, welcome.
1: To another episode of History Unfiltered, your favorite History A podcast. Yeah. Determined by us, just now. You're welcome. We make decisions easier. We're happy here. to
0: be your favorite.
1: Yeah. Um. It's so easy for us. It's an honor. Because we're perfect, and the best.
0: I can't really see any flaw in my personality or lifestyle at all. Yeah, me either. I, I... mean, Yeah. <laughs> not go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the kind of conversation we should be having with our podcast listeners. This is
0: just normal conversation we have regardless.
1: Yeah, it's true. You
0: don't even need to be here, audience. This yeah, is just how this is
1: really what we're doing is we are just recording a conversation that me and Kelsey are having and you guys get to listen to it and that's just every week. Sometimes Kelsey doesn't even know we're recording.
0: Nope. You get to be. Imagine we're having a conversation and you're like leaning in on the door, peeping on us, ear wise. That's this
1: podcast. Hey, you weird pervert. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, episode 42. 42. Out of the Blue. The Meaning of Life. Yeah. There you go. uh, It's this episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's the conclusion.
0: It is the conclusion.
1: To our Catherine de' Medici series. Part four. Part four. It's kind of crazy that this is a four-parter, but she had quite, you know, an extensive life. Like a lot of these people, we can do these biographies, and we can kind of like tiptoe through the tulips of the like main bits, but we can kind of skip parts because like they the are boy, very interesting. Boo. Yeah, but with her, it's just like every part of her life was crazy, <laughs> from childhood all the way to her death. Yeah, so... and
0: so part four. Four stages of life, I'd imagine. We had her childhood, kind of middle-aged for her older age, and now downfall, like, demise, death is what I'd call part four There you go of life. So uh, what do you remember from part uh, three? Putting me on the spot. Uh, Alyssa, <laughs> would you like to recap? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded that um, one, so I get it. She is
0: finally actually in a place of power. Yes. She, the mistress old lady... She stripped all her stuff, give it back to me type thing. Yeah. I'm through with you. Yeah. I've put up with your shit for too long. Yeah, you weird sixty seven year old. Take woman. a hike, old woman. Bitch. Um, sorry for that. I remember there was a bunch oh, there was a massacre of Protestants. Yep, you're yeah, right. you right. Yeah, killed a bunch of ask. Protestants. Um there was also the big thing with the families kind of plotting against each other and she tried to marry one of her daughters off and then.
1: Yeah, do you remember she, hit the, the names? The fan. I don't. So we had the geese. Yes. The oh yeah, the geese. The geese, who were the staunch Catholics, who were stirring shit up. Yep. Then we had the Bourbons. Yes. Which yes. were the Protestant ones who uh, they wanted to have a partnership with, and then the Valois, being Catherine's family. It yes. Was the Valois line. Um, okay, so we're um, we last left Catherine. Um, there had just been a horrific massacre. Uh, all across France. It was called the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre. So
0: now, remind me, was this mostly from, like, a militia group or just everyone turning on their neighbor if they're Protestant? So... A combination
1: of both, maybe. For the people that were murdered in their residences, so, like, the upper-class Huguenots, yeah. it was militia and also members of the Guise family and, like, other staunchly like, Catholic royal families who okay. were kind of, like... Going and and just murdering people on the street. It was just like, hey, you're Protestant. I've wanted to kill you for a while. Let's yeah. let's go.
0: I want to kill you anyway. You're not Protestant. Well, you are now. Stabbed. <laughs> Done. You're dead.
1: There you go. No one will know. Exactly. Um. So estimated totals were over two thousand in Ooh. Paris alone. Ooh. Um. It continued into the countryside because people are like, sweet an excuse to kill someone.
0: Yeah. Um. No.
1: Have,
0: if there's two thousand, what was it? Two thousand people dead. Like, uh, it just cool. in Paris. Just in Paris. Okay, so, and if that many murderers are getting away with it, like, who's gonna stop me?
1: Yeah, exactly. The,
0: like, the can all of us in jail. Yeah,
1: like, King literally can't stop the killing, and yeah. so it's just like, whatever, let's do this, let's go, let's go to town. So, um, this, obviously, a lot of people thinking that Catherine directly orchestrated it, and we have yeah. evidence to suggest that she did.
0: Yeah. Um, or at least she was just like, I'm not gonna stop it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just let this slide. Sure, why not? Let's just have oh, some fun. Oh, don't do that. Wink, wink.
1: But this forever, again, cast her in the role as this, like, black queen. This evil yep. Italian murderess who allowed this horrible
0: event in, in history to occur. Who is wiping out most of the people based on their religion. Like, that's, hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. Huh. So
0: uh,
1: her son at that point is in his early 20s. Um, two years later, he actually dies. He dies at the age of 23, and a lot of people say that this is due to the stress of the massacre, because he was, you know, this destabilized his entire country, this yeah. piece that they had been trying He's to like, achieve. He's I'm, I'm
0: trying to then, he has to pick up all the pieces, and he maybe wasn't up for that.
1: He was, he was very upset from, yeah. from what it sounds like. Um, and also tuberculosis.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, that will also do it. TB (laughs) will get you. TB If the stress don't get you, TB will.
1: Um, apparently his last words were, oh, my mother.
0: Oh, mom. Oh, mom. You done it again. Gosh darn it, now I'm dead. So, now, based on last episode, when she went to these oracle-type people and saw her children's faces move around, does his death correlate with what she saw in this mirror?
1: It does. Or at least what she thinks she saw. So, his his face went around the mirror fourteen times. Yes. And he was nine when he took the throne. Yes. So, twenty-three. Yeah, it fits.
0: Now, I would be curious if she actually wrote down her vision the day she saw it, or was like, it went around a couple times, it probably seemed like fourteen, sure.
1: I mean, again, again, we don't know if this I'm is... I'm also stressed out. We don't know if this is true. This I also very don't eas- know how to count. This very easily could have been written posthumously by someone who was like, we want it to seem like she got this prediction about her children. We don't know that it actually happened, but it's fun, it's fun to be like,
0: oh, look, it's a thing. It's from the people trying to sell their visions, being like, we're the oracles, look, we predicted all this, right? We predicted this so, shit. So come see us.
1: Yeah, so Charles the Ninth dies. Uh, he has one child, but unfortunately, she is a daughter. Oh, um, um, women! In <laughs> all women, yeah, we could have a whole another podcast about that. Um, in French um, law, yeah. women are not able to inherit the throne. It's yes. like clearly in their law, which I think is kind of stupid, because England has had some great queens. Yes. I'm sure France could have had some great queens, but bloodlines of families in France just die out, because girls can't inherit, which kind of sucks. So, um, the crown then passes to his younger brother, Henry, who, uh, used to be Duke of Anjou, but recently, right before his brother's death, have been elected king of Poland-Lithuania. Okay, because back then Poland and Lithuania elected its king now, just so you don't think weird, Poland and Lithuania had democracy. it didn't. It was mainly like all of the other like important noblemen would pick. You would
0: elect their favorite noblemen
1: exactly, and for this, uh Henry was campaigned because he's like, My brother's a king,
0: I want to be a king uh, so and then she- if they're both tight with each other, they can yeah connect the nations no it's smart it's a so smart... does he now become king of all of this so basically
1: the way it worked is he couldn't be king of both places oh, conflict of interest conflict of interest he had to pick you gotta
0: choose your favorites choose
1: your favorites and he's like sorry Poland, lithuania no i've been your king for three months but france you're is way cooler tr- you were
0: a trial run i'm on to bigger and better things let's go so yeah he goes back to
1: france uh, to be king and in his absence Catherine serves as regent so this is her third regency yes she is known as the triple regency queen uh, she has a lot of nicknames she's black queen triple regency queen she, not as cool the the little duchess she's got so many names it's so great well when you live in, what's her real name no one knows <laughs> if you live a great life you get lots of nicknames Kelsey yep. That's why you don't have lots of nicknames. I don't have
0: any nicknames, so I messed that
1: up. I'll have to start thinking of ones for you, just to make you feel better. Um, But unlike uh, Catherine's other sons who allowed her to have power, mostly because they were very young when they inherited the throne, um, Henry came to the throne as an adult man. He was in his 20s. Uh, so, he, but he was very, as I described in the last episode, very effeminate. I'm sure his grandpa would have been very proud of him. He was a very good Frenchman. Uh, very jolly and gay. Yes. Um, and so, uh, he didn't really have a huge interest in state affairs. So Catherine kind of took control in that vein, but he was very much, like, the king.
0: I feel like... That's probably better for his image to distance himself from her a bit. Yeah. Like, still, you can do the background stuff, but it needs to look like I'm running the show because, you know, you murdered a whole bunch of people, so... Exactly.
1: So now Catherine is left with her son, who just became king. She still has a younger son, and then, of course, she has her daughter, who is married to the Huguenot.
0: Yes. Um, And is that the person that she envisioned getting the throne? Like, it was going to their family. Okay.
1: Yes. Um, so, um, she's, she's kind of living this life, going down. She's trying to figure things out. She wants to find a bride for her youngest son because he's becoming a bit of a problem, let's just say. So... Marry him off, that will solve his (laughs) issues. Uh, Henry, as we found out, couldn't produce an heir. He was, uh, infertile. Okay. So, as a result of this... Uh, Francois would be next in line. So Catherine wanted to make sure he was ready, that he was well-married, yeah. um, and that he could be a good ruler. Um, but the problem was that he kind of used this position, his name was uh, Francois, Yeah. he kind of used this position as leverage to be like, why don't I just be king now? Yeah. Like, fuck my brother. If
0: I'm going to be king anyway, then why don't I get it now?
1: Yeah, why don't that I get it sense. now? He can just Ish. fuck off back to Poland, Lithuania. It's yeah. my time. I'm 19. I'm self-righteous. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and he used this power that he had to participate in these religious civil wars. So last time I was talking about how the wars of religion were kind of going on in France. And they were on and off for 30 years. Yeah. And Francois participated in these holy wars, but not for the
0: Catholics, but for the Protestants. He's just like, you know what? Mom, you killed these Protestants. I'm going to fight for them now. Exactly. He's like, fuck you. Fuck everything about
1: you. I'm going <sighs> to live my life.
0: I bet if his mom was like, you know what? That's fine. You can do that. He's like, well, then I'm going to kill the Protestants. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want. I, I would follow this kid. I make him my king. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um. Unfortunately for Catherine. Yep. Um, in fifteen eighty four, in June of fifteen eighty four, uh, Francois contracts tuberculosis, much like her elder son. Everyone's
0: getting TB. What's what's well, up?
1: Well, for this, um, he contracts it right after his army had been massacred at a particular battle, mm. uh, and he ends up dying.
0: Oh no. Yeah. So now she's like she's like this is God saying you should have gone with Catholic. Yeah, she's
1: like, well... This is what you get, son. Shit. Because, basically now, she's distraught. Because the dynastic future of the Valois line is basically... Like, everyone's dead. Destroyed.
0: But she saw this in a mirror. She should not have been surprised.
1: Exactly. She kind of knew that this was going to happen, which is why she had her contingency plan. Which yeah. is why she married her daughter, to Henry of Navarre, yeah. so that they could have kids, so that the Valois line kind of continued yeah. through her.
0: I mean, technically it's the same bloodline, you just lose the name. Exactly. Like, rather, whether the son had children, it's still half of the DNA. If the daughter has children, it's still half of the DNA. Is still on the throne, it's just not the name. Exactly. It's Catherine's grandson
1: would still be on the throne regardless.
0: But what we know from history is the name's all that matters.
1: Exactly. So. So, next in line for the throne is Henry Navarre. He is next yes. in line. And since Henry like, our French Henry, yes. Catholic Henry, uh, can't have children, it's definite that he will become the next king of France. Yes.
0: And so is he saying the same thing? Well, why can't I just become king now?
1: No. He's smart. He has his own little principality that he's yeah. looking after, which is why he's called the Prince of Navarre, because Navarre is, like, its own little region, yeah. and he's got, he's got his own shit going on. So he's just like, no, I'm happy and content to kind of wait it out and, uh, yeah. and live my life. Um, and Catherine had very strategically married her daughter, uh, to him, Margaret. Yeah. Who we met last time. Um, but the problem was, uh, in 1582, so this is two years before Francois dies, um, Margaret comes back to court without her husband. And she's like, hey mom, so this whole marriage thing, you know. It's not working out. It's not working out, Really. I don't really like it as much as I thought I would, being like a princess and shit. So like, I'm just gonna stay here She's for like, a little bit. No, this
0: is life. Do you think I married someone I wanted to marry? <laughs> no, no one does. No, bitch. You're just uh, a pawn.
1: So basically, Catherine, sorry, uh, Catherine's pissed, as you yeah. might imagine.
0: So- um,
1: and Margaret, and Margaret's like, okay, well, I promise to go back, but like, let me stay here for a few months. Like, yeah. I miss Paris. I miss the opulence. And so Catherine concedes and's like, sure. And Margaret immediately starts taking lovers. No! <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna fuck this guy. I'm gonna fuck this guy. It's gonna be great. And her mother's like... This is not good. Yeah, I'm not super happy with this. So she forces her to leave in 1585. So she lets her stay for, like, three years. Oh, shit. Which is very generous. That's a
0: very long stay. I yes. Say.
1: I was thinking, like, a couple months on the couch, but... Um, so she forces her to return, she, she tries to come back again in 1585, but this time her mother's like, no, you're gonna go live in this castle,
0: Yeah. and let's just say you're not gonna be allowed out. You're gonna go to the tallest room at the tallest tower, and you're just gonna sit there and wait. You're gonna wait for Shrek to come and get you. Which he will, cause he's reliable, <laughs> but you wait there until then.
1: You just wait until that happens. Um, so... She sends her to this castle. She goes to this castle, and she writes to her mother. And she's not like, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that." Blah blah blah. She's like, "Mom,
0: can I have some money? Can I have some spending money?" There's a good gift shop in the castle. I'm just like, I need a new dress, like pretty for like my husband. I'm getting extensions, <laughs> so I can let my hair down from this tower. Oh my goodness. Okay,
1: so Catherine only gives her enough for food, basically. She's yeah. like, here's so you don't die. Will your, her prince not feed her? Um, so, she, the castle that her mother sends her to is not, like, her husband's castle. It's like a Does different... Does the
0: husband not care that she's she, a The like, husband
1: doesn't seem to give a shit. He's kind of sleep like... with
0: my own mistresses. Yeah,
1: so Henry of Navarre did notoriously have other mistresses. Yeah. So, which, I mean... Most men at the time did. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, she went, so, as her dowry, she got got a bunch of castles and, like, yeah. had a bunch of territory. She just went to one of her own castles as her motherluck. You go sulk there. there. <laughs> yeah, you go sulk in your castle. Take your time out. Um, so she's there, and, you know, living her life, and she takes another lover. And this one's name is Du, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm gonna butcher this name, uh, du Abik. du Abik. Okay. Yes. She takes him. I'm just going... I'm going to call him... Do I'm going to call him Beak. (laughs) This is Beak. So, she takes Beak. (laughs) Her and Beak are are hot and heavy, loving loving up, and it's like... The thing about taking lovers in that time was like, it was okay as long as other people didn't find out.
0: But, I mean, she's not in the castle by herself. I don't imagine she would run the castle by herself. So, she has to, I guess, be nice to all her people that live there, so they don't rat her out.
1: Exactly, except she's not. So, they rat her out pretty quickly. It's
0: like, do you not know how to be a decent human being? Uh, a- Apparently not. So... Or at least, like, not be a decent human being, but still be smart enough to get away with it. Yeah, so Henry of Navarre
1: at this point is like... If I'm one thing, I'm a hypocrite, and my wife can't take a lover. So he he marches down to that castle, and he's like, "Baby, I missed you. Just uh, let me see this lover of yours. Cool. I'm gonna execute him. Yeah. Um. And this is oh, gonna be great. Oh, does that get her? All She's
0: like, "Oh, baby, <laughs> that's all I've ever wanted. So is Kath- you to take notice. <laughs> and execute a lover.
1: Catherine writes to Henry of Navarre, and is like. So I'm totally down with you executing this dude. I just want you to make sure that Catherine has to watch it happen.
0: Oh Yeah.
1: She, Catherine's she's gonna like learn her lesson. Catherine needs uh, Catherine's like, I want my daughter to learn a very important lesson about uh, <laughs> what I think of her. So Well
0: did Catherine ever in her time have her own affair?
1: Not that we know of. Yeah. She was a staunch Catholic and From all accounts, she was faithful to her husband alone. Yeah. And, um, and she was that way until her death. Yeah. Which is, you know... You gotta have some principles, and she yeah. certainly,
0: especially when you openly see your own husband frolicking around with some old, lunch. a woman who's twenty seven years older than you. Yeah, like
1: you gotta be, you gotta be pretty great to to hold on to that shit. So uh, Henry of Navarre executes her lover, um, and then takes her back to the Chateau de where she is locked up, um, and um, people are kind of like. It's for mental health reasons, but basically she's locked up because she refuses to, like...
0: Impulse control. She refuses
1: to be his good little wifey and kind of sit on his knee and let him do whatever he wants. And she's still... To this day, she's still locked there. She's still locked there. She's still (laughs) still... But she hasn't had any children with him. Oh. So, this is kind of also pissing Catherine off, as you might imagine.
0: She's like like, oh, your, your one job is to have babies.
1: So, Catherine writes to her one last time, informs her that she is writing her out of her will, and then never speaks to her daughter again.
0: Oh, like, not even like, this is your last chance? Like, oh, by the way, good luck with everything. You're out of my will you're on your own. Basically. That's rough. Yeah. She's like, I will die alone like I came into this life.
1: <laughs> yeah, screw you. So at this point, all of Catherine's children are either dead or disowned. Or the king of France. Okay. <laughs> one one of those three. Um, so at this point, religion is once again heating up the country. People are getting all spicy again. Yep. Um, and a group of Roman Catholics get Roman Catholics get together and they create something which is known as the Catholic League. And they really don't like the fact that the heir to the throne is a Protestant.
0: The Catholic League.
1: The Ca- <laughs> they <laughs> they're just like at this meeting they're like, "Guys, okay, we, we need We are the
0: League of Catholics.
1: <laughs> we need to come up with a name. Uh what do you The ba- Catholic Squad? No. No, no. no. Uh, Catholic Gang? Gang? Oh, mm. that's too menacing. No, no.
0: We'll, we're gentlemen. We'll yes. be a league.
1: We're a league of Catholics. The Catholic League, perfect. Oh, oh, so great! Let's go kill some people. They basically sent the entire monarchy into turmoil, um, and basically left Henry III, who was originally Henry of Anjou, in this position where he is fighting both Catholics and Protestants at every yeah. turn because everyone's angry. Everyone's fighting. There's just complete destabilization as everyone's fighting for power.
0: I would just step down and be like, you know what? Sort your own mess out.
1: And as you might expect, who's at the front of the Catholic League but the Guise family? Yes. Because they just can't leave well enough alone... They are just having too much fun. Because
0: they're the ones that instigated all the Protestant killings to start with, right? They're like, we want another massacre. It's about time.
1: Let's go. It's, you know, it's been a few years. Let's do it again. Um, So by September of 1588, the king is forced to give in to some of the league's demands. Yeah. Um, And some of the things that they were demanding was that he dismiss all of his advisors, and this included his mother.
0: But isn't the... Catholic. Yeah. They just don't like her. They
1: just don't like her. They're like, yeah. you didn't let us massacre enough people. We didn't
0: kill enough people. A head count wasn't high enough, so. Fuck you, old lady. Yeah. Um. So,
1: he dismisses his advisor as he's advised, and Henry III is certain of the league's continued control. Um, kind of just allows like, them to...
0: Do what they want.
1: ...go forward.
0: Yeah. Um, but he's also... He's like, I'll be murdered if you... If I oppose you, so... I'm just
1: kind of gonna let it get forward. But secretly, on the DL... He's plotting. He's like, how many geeses can we kill? I wanna kill all the geeses! Uh, which is a smart move at this point. Um, so he, uh, has the Duke of Geese along with eight other members of the Geese family murdered. Over for dinner? Over for dinner. And
0: like, drink, please, drink the wine, a toast to you. And then he just starts maniacally laughing as they all drink.
1: Exactly. Ugh. So he kills eight of them. Oh, and Kath-
0: single-handedly, just him.
1: And Catherine knows nothing about this, and I'm sure if she had, would have advised strongly against it. Yeah. Because this event directly leads to, to Henry III's ruin. Yeah. Um, so. But his
0: enemies are now dead. Yes. What
1: could go wrong? Well, the first thing that goes wrong is that on January 5th of 1589, Catherine dies at the age of 69.
0: And she dies. <laughs> she's like, you should not have done that. <laughs> I don't know why she's falling when she's dying. She dies at the best age. It's like 69. I don't need to make it to 70. This is funny as it is.
1: Exactly. Um, She had a lung infection. And that's probably what ended up killing her. And according to sources, um, no sooner than she was treated with such consideration as a dead goat. So, like, the minute she was dead, people were like, fuck her.
0: Yeah. Toss her out the back door.
1: Basically. Let's
0: not show up to her funeral. Which is so
1: sad because of, literally, she gave her entire life to France. Yeah. And... Her whole life to her children, and she, yeah. So basically, she was provisionally buried in um a church in Bula. uh, and it's, um, you know, not a nice thing. They don't, there isn't pomp and circumstance around a funeral of any kind, because the country's at war, and yeah. her son's just murdered a shit ton of people.
0: oh well, let's throw some dirt on you. We're good. Call it a day.
1: Exactly. As long
0: as the stray dogs don't get you. Eight months after her death... She resurrects! Like, Jesus! No. (laughs) Uh,
1: Eight months after her death, Jack Clement uh, stabs Henry III to death. Is he related to the Pope? Uh, No. No. Clement is just a very popular name. name. Uh, The best name. Uh, So, uh, Jack stabs Henry III to death while in a private audience with him. Uh, he was hired by people to do that from the Geese family. Uh, the ones that survived. Um, we don't know that for certain, but we know that it was certainly the Catholic League was yeah. involved. Um, he, his murder ended, three centuries of Valois rule in yeah. France. Um, so he's
0: dead now. There's who possibly takes the throne? Well, the our cath- friend that's locked up Margaret in the castle. Well. Um, the Or throne. because she's out of the will, like that's not even a thing anymore. Well, Margaret
1: can inherit the throne because she's a girl. So. But her
0: husband, like, yes. if he, she is out of the will, technically, does that disown him, like, from the throne? No,
1: no, because he's got the claim by his own right. Okay. So at the death of Henry III, he is succeeded by Henry Navarre, uh, who becomes Henry IV, who is also known as the Good King Henry. Oh, um, he sounds
0: like a okay guy. I mean, he wasn't too like. Power-hungry, it seems.
1: Exactly. And this is what Henry said of Catherine de' Medici. I ask you, what could a woman do, left by the death of her husband with five little children on her arms and two families of France grasping for the crown? Was she not compelled to play a strange game of parts to deceive the first one and then the other, in order to guard, as she did, her sons, who successfully reigned through the wise conduct of that shrewd woman? I am surprised that she never did worse.
0: Oh. Huh. I mean, it's not terrible. I know. The first part was a bit of a question. Is the audience supposed to answer? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What was she supposed to do, So basically, Henry... he's just like, no, it wasn't the greatest situation. She didn't do as bad as it could have been. Yeah. Shrug and... your shoulders, and they're like, oh, didn't do as bad as it could have been. Okay. I think that's
1: a very fair assessment. Yeah. A very fair assessment of I what she was forced to deal with. It wasn't with.
0: kind. It wasn't unkind. It was a very neutral and accurate speech. So, um, what
1: ends up happening, Henry Navarre becomes King of France and Margaret becomes Queen of France. Yes. However, at this point, it's pretty clear that their marriage is not going to give them any children. Um, So, they just refuse to. Well, it seemed at that point that Margaret may be infertile mm. and uh, unable to to give birth to children.
0: But Catherine was too, right to start with. Yeah, she went to a doctor. Can can is this doctor not just the royal magic doctor? Apparently not. Apparently no. he's long gone by flu- this point. Oh, he was it, the only man. Yeah,
1: Margaret ends up agreeing to a divorce along with some very kind terms. Okay, um, she got and a very nice like allowance. What she wants.
0: Yeah. And that's, and I
1: think that's a fair way of of that. like, you know what, that. I
0: can't bring your children. I don't really like you anyway. Yeah. Give me some money and I'll just go my own way.
1: So, um, before I tell you who Henry remarries, um, Catherine's body was later reinterred at St. Denny Basilica, um, by one of Catherine's descendants. Uh, Is this,
0: like, after all the wars have gone down and they're like, no you know what, this wasn't really fair Time has passed, and when time has passed and someone's dead, I feel like people are like, "No, what, it wasn't that bad anymore. Exactly. Like, it wasn't terrible.
1: So, Catherine is reinterred at the Basilica, um, and that's where she is to this day. And you can go visit um, oh. St. Denis and uh, go check it out if you're interested. Go see her,
0: go meet and greet.
1: But after Henry... Annuls his marriage yes. to Margaret, because technically, since they have no children, he can be like, We never had sex! Never been consummated, it wasn't a real marriage. Wasn't a real marriage, great. Um, yeah. He goes on the marriage market, because obviously he wants to have some heirs. He goes on Matchmaker. And he finds... Batch thread number one! One! <laughs> well, he finds a sweet little Italian girl by the oh. name of Marie de' Medici, and that is who becomes the next Queen of France. Was she related
0: to Catherine? She was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Isn't oh. that funny? Yeah. Full <laughs> circle. And that's gonna happen again. Yeah. <laughs> so what was she to Catherine de Medici? Um, they were like, cousins. Like second distantly. Cousin. Second cousin I assume that she was much younger, so maybe like a cousin's daughter. Yeah. Type so thing.
1: because uh so Catherine's both of her Catherine's parents died the duchy went to a male relative who was a cousin and I believe yeah. um it was descended from his descendants so Marie like was. His daughter so it, it or would have been like it would have been a distant cousin. But yeah. they were related. So it's
0: it's kinda oh. cool how that's how, how things ended up happening. You can do a big family tree of all the royal people and they're just all over the place.
1: A hundred percent that's how royal families work. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Yeah Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. There's that. nothing else to say, sure. really.
1: It's gross. Um, I mean, look at Queen Elizabeth. Um, Philip is her cousin. They are cousins, and they yeah. are married. Lovely. Lovely. Well, family
0: trees just go straight up in the royal families. No branches.
1: Thank God for Meghan Markle to kind of put some diversity into that royal bloodline. <laughs> yeah. For Jesus Christ, they need it.
0: We need a little, yeah. Yeah.
1: First um, first biracial royal baby. Very go. exciting. Very good. Exciting go. stuff. Uh, Archie Harrison.
0: Oh, is that what they named it? Yeah. I I knew they had their baby, and I just didn't register or look it up. But I got a snapshot from my mom before the baby was born, and she's like, I think they should name it Kevin to keep him humble. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of the blue too. Oh my god! I was talking about maybe a vacuum cleaner, and she's like, "I think the ba- royal baby's name should be Kevin." Didn't horrible. ask you this, and she's like, "I think it would keep him humble." It's like, didn't ask why. That's hilarious. So they did not go with my mom's recommendation. That's fine. But they
1: that's didn't okay. go with most people's recommendations, yep. so that's all good. Anyway, so if people want to contact us, Kelsey, where can they email us? They can
0: email us at historyunfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. Fantastic. Or if they want to learn more they, on the interweb phone devices. They can go
1: to Instagram where we post yeah. photos for every episode. It's History Unfiltered Podcast on Instagram. Um, I posted photos last week, this week. Uh, who do you want to see? Oh, who do
0: I want to see? I want to see um, Good Henry.
1: Yeah, good King Henry. Good King uh, Henry. S-
0: I want to see him. Do you want to see bad King Henry? <laughs> I like to see bad King Henry. And then maybe um, Marie de' Medici? Yeah, I can I would, pop like, a see picture her. of her up there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it'll be good. So uh, if you're interested at all in that, you can check us out there. Yeah. And uh, that's all from us. All for now. Uh, and we'll see you next time.
0: Next time. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Oh, you may be right. You may be wrong.